Good morning, good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, riding forth, blazing the path to the hearts of men. Yes, we're glad to be back this morning with another study from God's Word. So we're bringing you a series of studies now on Satan, the God of this world. And we were looking now at Satan's, some of Satan's devices. We see how that Satan has this world deceived. That's one of his devices, yes. And then we have... Uh, uh, the, uh, the scripture that tells us to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand. The Lord knows that we need the armor of God, the word of God, to fight against the wiles of the devil. That's right. Yes, old devil. He's a wily old devil. That's right. And uh, we're been, the, the man as a whole, the natural man has been taken captive at Satan's will. That's right. So we're looking at those things, and we, we're coming now, coming on down in the, in the studies. I wish you'd write us, and we'll send you a catalog of all of these gracious studies there. You may want to ask the question, how can I escape the wiles of the devil? Or how can I escape the temptation of the devil? Or how can I uh, not be deceived? Listen, my friend. Based on God's word, my advice is to keep the greatest distance between you and Satan. Keep the greatest distance from playing with the golden bait. Satan holds out the bait there, as we said in our last message. He uh, hides a hook in the bait. That's right. And Second uh, Thessalonians 5 says, abstain from all appearance of evil. Romans 11 says, abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. That word abhor here means to hate evil, even as hell itself. That is to hate it with a holy horror. Ask God, ask the Lord to give you uh, a hatred for sin and let you see sin as it is. Have you ever seen sin as it is? It's not glitzy and glittery, no. The, uh, the drunkard goes into the bar room early in the afternoon, gets drunk, and before daylight, he's wallowing in the gutter. That's right. We see all of the, the, the bright lights in these casinos and honky-tonks and all of the, uh, those places. But uh, when man goes home dejected and broke and, and uh, half-starved, half there's a payday, my friend. That's right. Would you just ask the Lord to show you and give you an utter hatred for sin? It's our wisest and safest course to stand at the furthest distance from sin. That is, uh, not go near the house of the harlot, so to speak, but flee from all all the appearance of evil, and that's not the only sin. That's just an example. We see Joseph there who kept a distance from sin, playing with Satan's golden bait, go down to the grave without a blotch on his record, on his character. On the other hand, we see David, King David, draw near and play with the bait as he falls and swallows the bait, hook, line, and sinker. And then months later, there's his witness. Someone had said, if there were no God to punish him, no devil to torment him, no hell to burn him, no man to see him, yet he would not sin for the ugliness and filthiness of sin uh, of his own old conscience. That's right. Sin is a plague. And how few in this present day tremble at it and keep a distance from it. Folks just don't see sin. Folks have no, no, no knowledge of sin, so to speak. We have these young generation now, a lot, most of them, a lot of them, and then a lot of our older generation just shacking up, living together. They, uh, they don't uh, have no, uh, no guilt about living together, having uh, uh, mar marital infidelity, man slipping around. Even in our churches now, many of our preachers, we read day by day. We read where the heads of some of our great old uh, Protestant denominations, uh, the head of them have been uh, 
convicted and sentenced for stealing uh, millions of dollars, for having affairs with a woman there in the church, and many of our televangelists have been ridiculed. But that's just the ones we know of, my friend. Why? Because man looks on sin as a light thing. But it's a plague. That's right. You can't take fire in your bosom without being burned. Did you know that? You can't take fire up in your bosom without it burning me. Listen, open your heart to one little small sin, so-called, and soon your whole soul will be overflowed. I tell my folks here, many of our folks, they'll cut the services. They won't be here for church. They'll miss one Sunday, and then they'll come one. They'll miss one and come back. Miss two then. Come back. Miss three then. It's so easy to drift off into that state of uh, staying away from the service where God's man is standing, proclaiming God's word, pouring out his heart day by day, and yet... Folks will just uh, overlook it. Same way with sin. Same, same way with sin. Man goes in to get in a, have a drink. Pretty soon he has to have two. That's right. I've known of folks who say, well, I can't go to sleep in the morning without getting a little drink. And then next week or two, they've got to have two drinks. Next week, four, maybe six. And then all of a sudden, they're hooked on that damnable alcohol. That's right. Or some drug. Listen, there's enough sin in one man's heart if turned loose to affect the whole world. I wish you'd think about that. Man is the essence of sin in his natural state. Sin is but a, but a bitter sweet. The sweetness will soon vanish and leave everlasting shame, horror, and, saw, and terror. Sin in your mouth may taste sweet. It does. Listen, 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 listen. Take Esau, for instance. His mess of pottage was a bitter sweet. Laughingly, he exchanged his birthright for it. Bitterly, he sought repentance. The Israelites' quail was a bittersweet. No sooner was the meat between their teeth than it became, they came to abhor it. Go down the roadside and notice the signs. Dance and dine. Listen now. You can't dance and dine with the devil and then expect to sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in his kingdom. If you're doing that, you just that's a misnomer. You just need to go back and come again, my friend. That's right. You can't do that. Little by little, the poison gets to the heart. That's right. There's a story, there's an old story, that when the asp stings a man, it first tickles him and makes him laugh. But little by little, the poison gets in his heart. Then there's no more delight. Laughter's all over. Then comes death, judgment. And after judgment, listen, after judgment, hell. Listen, my friend, if there were the least... Lasting delight in sin, there could be no perfect hell. Hell is a place where men are tormented with their sin day and night. There is no reprieve. There's no, there's no, uh, say, well, I'll be out of here in 30 days, 60 days, 30 years, 60 years. I know. No, even the hardened criminal now has a chance of getting out of some state prison because of good time and those things, but there's no good time in hell. No, that, that's, a, that's forever and ever. I wish each one of you this morning would solemnly consider this great fact that sin will usher in the greatest and saddest losses that ever can come upon a poor soul. I wish you who are listening to me at this moment, listen to the old trailblazer, that you would not sin away thy mercies and be cast into hell where there is no mercy. That's right. That's right. I'm bringing a message this coming Sunday at the worship hour on the tender mercies of God. Do you know anything about the tender mercies of God, my friend? Listen, are you, are you going to throw away all the mercy that God holds out? 
Now there's mercy. You and I are living in a day of mercy where there's mercy to be found. The Lord is holding out the golden scepter for us to come. Come now for all things are ready. But are you going to sin away that day? I wish you'd solemnly consider that sin is of a very deceitful nature. It's deceiving. Listen, listen. There's, there's said to be a plant which if eaten by man will make a... Uh, make him lie, lie laughing while he's dying. That's right. I've heard of that plant. All the time dying. In Hebrews 3 we find the word of God. Exhort one another daily while it is called today. Lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. That's what I'm doing this morning. That's what the old trailblazer is doing. Calling out for you there my man. My woman. Wake up. Wake up. We also read in Hebrews 2, I believe it is, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Did you know that while you're taken up with sin that you're neglecting your soul? You wouldn't put up with someone neglecting your grandbaby, would you? You wouldn't, con you wouldn't uh, condone someone conduct uh, neglecting your child. No, but you're neglecting your soul. Sin, sin will kiss the soul and yet at the same time betray the soul forever because of its deceitfulness. Sin gives Satan the power over us and an advantage to accuse us and to lay claim to us, who, uh, to those who wear his badge. That's right. Sin bewitches the soul and holds it in his power so that the soul cannot leave it. And then you're going to dabble in sin. You're going you're gonna to mix with sin. You're going where sin is out there in the honky-tonks, in the nightlife, in the uh, pornography shops, all of those things. You're going to sit and watch the television where that uh, damnable stuff comes across there, the vulgar four-letter words that come across there. You're going to let your children sit there and, and soak up those words. I'm just telling you, my friend, where do they hear it? They hear it at home. They hear it at school. That's right. The soul that is bewitched with sin and under the power of sin will stand out in rebellion against death's door. It will stand against the sword of the Lord and let God strike the word and, and make God destroy it as he did Pharaoh. That's right. He'll cause the Lord to wreak vengeance upon him. How many of you listeners this morning are captives of sin? You've been caught by so Satan's golden bait. You are struggling in vain to try to free yourself. You've, you've given up in despair maybe. But listen, you've been caught by Satan's snare, and the more you struggle with sin, the tighter the noose comes around your neck. May the God of all mercies awaken you this morning to this fact that your senses, to your senses, bring you to the place that you'll cry out for deliverance. Listen, you've learned that you can't play with sin and get by with it, just like a child playing in the fire. Play, I've seen children out around the campfire, and they, they keep grabbing at a little stick with a fire on the end of it, and they go back and they get by with that one. After a while, they grab another one, and it's, it's, got, it's on fire underneath there where they couldn't see it. And then, oh, they go to squalling and yelling, oh, my finger, my finger's burnt, I'm burnt, I'm burnt. That's what, that's what sin does. Sin burns, my friend, and it hurts, and it has, a, it has a payday. Did you know sin has a consequence? The Bible said the soul that sinneth, it shall die. 
The soul that sinneth, it shall die. It is appointed unto man once to die, and after that the judgment. That's what God's Word said. And I'm just here this morning bringing you another study on the, uh, Satan and all of his devices, Satan and his character, Satan and his snares that he sets for you, and all of those things, the power of Satan. He's the most powerful created being that the Lord ever created. That's right. He led the worship there to the uni- of the universe, going into the presence of God. That's right. You don't believe that? He, you say, well, he's just an influence. No, he's not an influence. No, he's not some old uh, man with a red flannel suit on and a long uh, a tail and a pitchfork with pointed ears. That's not Satan, my friend. No, Satan dresses up and comes down here to the tabernacle every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Wednesday night, every time we have prayer meeting across the street over there every morning before we go to work, our workers and our staff, and we have prayer meeting. Oh, Satan's right there. He's right there. He's right there in your home. He can cause confusion. He knows how to do it. He knows how to do it, and he has you deceived. And if you struggle against it, he brings more to bear upon you. And the only way out is to plead the blood. Did you know the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin? But the blood, you see, the Bible says, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. How can you, fl- how can you resist? By simply saying, oh, Satan. Listen, old Satan, old boy, my sins are under the blood. Get, get back. Stand back. The Bible tells me to resist you, and I'm going to resist you by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ who died for my sin. Did Christ die for you, my friend, or are you just on a profession? Did you just join the church one day and make a profession of faith, shake some little preacher's hand, and he tell you, well, now, my friend, you saved. you just saved as I am. Well, you probably are. But then they'll dip you in that baptismal pool, and they'll uh, give you some helpful literature and expect you to be back next Sunday. And uh, listen, folks, listen, I'm telling you what I know. Satan has our churches deceived, our pastors deceived, many of them. There's not much truth on the radio or on the TV or in our pulpits today. There's so much error. Why? Because Satan abounds. Would you just listen this morning? This is the old Trailblazer broadcast, my friend, coming to a close this morning. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis. Would you remember our mailing address? It's Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. My phone number here, air code 225-664-8658. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 